Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, April 12th. Canadians on low incomes need more help from the financial services sector to help them build financial resilience and security, especially with today's challenging economic environment. That's the call to action from a new report from national charity Prosper Canada that shows an increasingly vulnerable sector of the population that lacks access to the tools they need to turn things around. Backed by co-operators, the report calls for affordable, appropriate and trustworthy financial help for people with low incomes, which it says is critical but a missing piece in Canada's financial services landscape. There are several key reasons why lower income people may not be getting the financial help that they desperately need. Trust is a big one, with many low income people not trusting financial professionals and those who are Indigenous or racialized not feeling respected by them. Cost is also a concern, but so is the availability of mainstream financial information that reflects their circumstances. For the financial services sector, the report highlights that low profitability of low-income clients means there's no strong commercial case for serving their needs. Falling prices in the Canadian housing market may have been just the news would-be first-time buyers wanted. But there's a problem. Those who were relying on their parents to help them out with the down payment are finding that it's not just Canada's largest lenders that have tightened lending criteria. The bank of mum and dad has too. RBC's annual home ownership poll reveals that 53% of parents and other close family members concerned about possible deterioration in their own finances are now less willing to help their children or other relatives to get on the property ladder. Just 22% would give an immediate family member or their child money for a new home, a four-point decline from last year, and almost half said that they would prefer to help family or children save money by letting them live with them rather than helping them financially. On the plus side, those who would be prepared to help are digging deeper with an average $68,000 in support, up almost 10k from last year. More than two-thirds of pre-first-time buyers believe that lower home prices will finally allow them to buy a home despite higher interest rates. The report also shows increased optimism in home buying ambitions. Four in ten respondents expect to pay less now for a home than a year ago, and the share who say it's a seller's market has almost halved in the past year, from 71% to 37%. While sentiment is higher, there's also widespread concern about a recession. 75% are worried about this, and that's delaying home buying for more than a quarter of survey participants. Personal finances remain a key cause of concern for Canadians. According to the MNP Consumer Debt Index, 50% of respondents fear the worst is still to come, and 35% say we're already in the worst portion of the economic cycle. Just 15% of people feel hopeful about the future and believe that the worst is over. According to one-third of Canadians, the economy has performed worse than they'd anticipated during the past six months. Three out of ten Canadians say they already don't make enough money to pay their bills and make their loan payments, and almost half say they're $200 or less away from being unable to fulfil all of their financial responsibilities. While the number of bankrupt Canadians has remained stable, the average amount of cash that households have on hand at the end of each month has decreased slightly to $787, down $64 from the previous three months. Nevertheless, 57% of Canadians believe that their financial situation could worsen if interest rates rose much more. Three out of five are concerned about how rising interest rates would affect their financial conditions. However, more than half are optimistic about their ability to fund living and family costs in the upcoming year without accruing extra debt. Most Canadians, 83%, are still becoming more frugal with their spending. 
The groups most likely to be impacted by interest rate rises include Canadians with household incomes under $40,000, as well as those between the ages of 18 and 54. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, are we seeing the return of the stock bond seesaw? Can balanced ETF strategies rise from 2022's carnage? And how option strategies are protecting one advisor's portfolio? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.